1: The following program is sponsored
0: by Bible Boot Camp Ministries.
3: Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss and Sister Moss also. I will be doing my best to answer biblical and theological questions and she will be doing her very best to ask me these questions and you know making some comments of her own from time to time. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, my wife by my side. Sister Moss is here. And uh, you guys, any questions that you have that you want to ask about the Word of God, you can give us a call, a question about theology, Christian living. i uh, try my level best to give you an answer today. If not, I'll definitely get with you later. But uh, give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Well, how are you doing, Sister Moss?
2: I'm doing pretty good today. I thank God for that. Uh, last uh, Friday, was a little tired, but today, praise God, um not that tired. So that in itself is a blessing. So I'd like to take this opportunity to say hello to those of you who have tuned in, and I surely hope that this broadcast will be a blessing to you today.
3: All right, Sister Marshall. It definitely will be a blessing uh, because you're a- uh, asking the questions, and mm-hmm. that is great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think I get that little twinkle in your eye. Okay. Or you might be trying to ask me the question is too hard, you know. Oh,
2: nothing you wouldn't is too
3: hard. To, you wouldn't do that to your husband. Nothing
2: you? is too
3: hard. Oh, that's just to try to butter me up. Nothing yeah. is too hard.
2: Well, I won't say that because, mm, I won't well, say that. Well, now you're you me do down. <laughs> a little, well, you am a Bible answer man, but every now and then, you know, you may have to, may not be able to answer right away. So that's just... You know, it, that's just a
3: fact. Well, I can't wait, though, but you better not be snickering and laughing at me. I,
2: <laughs> I will not do that. I
3: promise. I will not do that. I promise. That number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Well, what's your first uh, question for me, Don Well, the last
2: time, I, I'm not sure if I asked this question and you had kind of gotten into it a little bit, you know, when you reach a certain age, right. um, I, I can't, you know, Don't this doesn't apply to everybody, but, you know, we're in that 60-plus. Yes. As a matter of fact, knocking on 70. Knocking on
3: 74. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you tend to kind of uh, not be able to recollect. Uh, that, I think that's a little southern uh, something there. But uh, we were talking about the Jehovah Witnesses, uh, Pastor, and, and, and the question I asked you and wanted you to let me know whether or not it's true or false, is uh, whether or not the Jehovah Witnesses believe that Jesus rose from the
3: dead in a resurrected body, is that true or false? Well, uh, it is false. The Jehovah Witnesses do not believe that Jesus rose in a resurrected body. Uh, they believe that he rose an invisible uh, spirit creature. Yeah, an invisible spirit creature. In fact, they teach that Jesus actually was Michael the Archangel, so that when he and you know they were created spirits. And so on earth he appeared in a body, and uh, when he died, he went back into into being Michael the archangel again. But of course, the Bible doesn't say anything like that. The Bible clearly uh, 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 demonstrates over and over again in a number of passages that Jesus rose from the dead bodily. Very clear. Um, Right here in uh, Luke, we see it in Luke chapter 24. And verse thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Here's what he says. In fact, uh, let's let's go a little bit further because uh, it it even gets into the question that you kind of asked, Sister Thomas. Uh-huh. Here in Luke 24 36, uh, Jesus appears to the ten, okay, and uh, ten of the uh, apostles. And as they thus spake, Jesus stood himself in the midst of them and says unto them, Peace be unto you. He just appeared, right?
4: Uh-huh.
3: And they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. Well, that's what they supposed, that he was just a spirit, right? But, but verse, eight, verse 38, and he said unto them, Why are you troubled, and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Then, here's the key thing verse 39 Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself, this is me. So, witness to say, he rose. Um, in, uh, uh, in other bodies. He mm-hmm. really was spiritual, but he just appeared in mm-hmm. different bodies. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Beloved, he said, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. Mm-hmm. So therefore, Jesus denied. He said, This is me. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is me.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, to that, we might want to add just a little bit more, all right, to make it absolutely clear that he resurrected from the dead in his, in his body. Okay. The other passage, uh, a a, a very classic resurrection passage, is over in John, and in chapter 2, and in verse 19, where Jesus said this, uh, this is what he said, and then, of course, in the resurrection he did it. Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Now, what I love about the Bible... The Bible does not give you wiggle room to, you know, uh, it's very clear about what it teaches. Mm-hmm. So when it says here, John two nineteen, Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, okay, they, they didn't understand it. Forty and six years was this temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? They thought. <laughs> he was talking about the Jerusalem temple. There's going to be destroyed or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but verse 21 makes it clear. But he spake. Of the temple of his body. Okay. Okay? In other words, he's talking about his own temple. His body was a temple. If you uh, kill me, I'm going to rise this temple up again. That has nothing to do with some kind of invisible spirit creature that the Jehovah Witnesses want to postulate. It is very clear in the text, right? Uh Destroy this temple. I will uh, in three days. I will raise it up. Then verse twenty tells you what that means. Then said the Jews, Forty in six years was this temple in building, and will thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body.
4: Okay. Done
3: deal. So if you really follow biblical exegesis, it is easy to challenge uh, the teachings of the Jehovah Witnesses and other cultures.
2: Okay, so it definitely was not a spiritual body. Definitely. Okay, because when you say spiritual, um, are the Jehovah Witnesses making reference to something like... uh. Casper the Ghost or something no, no, like no, that? No, or no, no, what, no. What, what did they make a reference to when they said it was, he rose as a spiritual body? That he couldn't be seen. He couldn't be seen. He could not be seen. He rose a
3: spirit. No, no not invisible. angels. Now, angels are spirits, So he was, but they can he was, appear in form. He was
2: invisible.
3: Yeah, he was invisible. Wow. They say he rose as an invisible spirit creature. Wow. Now, what happens is angels can appear in form. So what they want to say is, and I'm glad you asked that, because mm-hmm. it, it uh, gives us a chance to, to fill in some of the, the understand their argument. Mm-hmm. They say that just as angels could appear in bodies, Jesus could appear in bodies also. Mm-hmm. So they say he just appeared in bodies. But what we just read, he said, touch my hands and my feet, see, it is I myself. Mm-hmm. And then he said, destroy this temple, mm-hmm. and I will raise it up, not mm-hmm. appear in another uh, body. Okay, uh-huh. so the Bible absolutely refutes that, and gives no um, uh, 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 solace to those who want to believe Jehovah Witness doctrine on that point.
2: Okay, now let me ask you this: to kind of piggyback. Um, I don't like to on, piggyback. Well, no, this is <laughs> <you to> a <laughs> piggyback. Why <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you getting on the back of the? Can pier. you describe <laughs> his resurrected body? Does the Bible tell us what his resurrected body was consisted of?
3: Well, What's what it tells oh, in terms of his resurrected body, yes. Well, no, the Bible doesn't, but okay. we know that uh, uh, that it's the power of God uh-huh. that uh, brings the resurrected body on the scene, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, in other words, uh, He rose from the dead and is resurrected, in a resurrected, glorified body, uh-huh. just as we will, uh-huh. and that's the interesting thing. Uh, and in fact, Jesus—if we want to get you know, kind of scientifically te- uh, technical with it—we
4: uh-huh.
3: could call Him the first uh, uh, prototype. Okay. Of what we okay. Ought okay. are going to be, we're going okay. to come back, and, and we're going to. And, and when I see you, you look like you, mm-hmm. okay. And when you see me, I look like me, mm-hmm. but I'll be much in, be looking much better. I don't think much improvement needs to be made on your looks. Honey.
2: Okay, so so you didn't take that as
3: compliment. Or, yeah, I think that.
2: Yeah, okay, I take that as <laughs> a compliment. So so basically, uh, what you're saying is we don't know whether or not it was the, the resurrected body consisted of uh, blood. Oh, oh well, Jesus just this, this, uh, this is the question. Good, good, good question. This resurrected body, does it, uh, is it made up of uh, bones, blood, you, don't, you know. Where Jesus answered the Bible. Of, good, question, good question, great question. I'm
3: going in. You're going in a good direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because Jesus actually answers that question. Okay. And I thought here in this verse, maybe I made it, and I should have probably uh, emphasized it more. So I'm glad you're uh, 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 back there uh, uh, so we can uh, look at that. Uh Because what Jesus said is this, right? Here in Luke 24, uh, uh, 38. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled, and why do uh, thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. So that knocks out the fact that he's appearing in another body. Right. My hands, my feet. He says, uh, it is I myself.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Handle me and
2: see. Can't Handle the
3: spirit. That's right. <laughs> if you do. <laughs> he says, uh, handle me and see. For a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see That's there. what I was looking for. And that's yes. what you've got. Right, yeah. right. That's what you've got. So flesh, so flesh and bones. bones. There's okay. a flesh and bone body. Okay. And so all the scriptures align with that. Nothing uh, uh, helps the Jehovah Witnesses uh, in dealing with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They have to admit that what they're saying mm-hmm. actually contradicts the Bible. Right,
2: right. Okay. I'm glad you brought that out. And let's just know his body was made up of, of flesh and bone. Absolutely. And the Glory. spirit does not have flesh. flesh and bone. The spirit is just a spirit. It's just a spirit. They can appear. Now angels they can appear, appear. Yes, yes. But actually but they uh, say he was just invisible. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now we're going to uh, jump around a little bit and we're going to focus uh, just for a second here on the uh, word of faith. Okay. Uh, is it true or false that the word of faith, okay, Uh, that they teach that Jesus finished the atonement on the cross, is that true or false? Uh, That's false. Okay.
3: Word faith does not teach, and it's unfortunate, unfortunate. Uh, They do not teach that the atonement was finished on the cross. Mm -hmm. They teach that Jesus had to go down into hell, be tortured by Satan and demons. Mm -hmm and become the first man that was born again. Mm -hmm. Now, that is classic word-of-faith doctrine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people say, well, some of them don't teach it. Well, I'm telling you you this, a lot of them do. And that is absolutely false. It it is false for a number of reasons. Um, uh, But uh, definitely, we know that uh, Jesus did not go into hell, uh, get tortured by Satan and demons, and become the first man... um, be to be born again. Okay. He was born again from hell. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, uh, nothing in the Bible lends itself uh, to that kind of analysis at all, at, at all. Jesus died, and the Bible is real clear about this, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's it. Okay? If we turn to Colossians and, and number of and, and, and the thing that gets me about it, Sister Marshall, is these doctrines are so clear. It's not like they're hard to find. It's, re- it's real clear in the Bible. Where it says here in Colossians chapter 1, uh, verse 13, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, uh-huh. in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Uh-huh. It, it was the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross that atoned for our sins. Uh-huh. There is nothing, nothing in the Bible about him being him going into hell being tortured by satan and demons uh-huh. to be the first man who would rise again uh-huh. i mean who was born again uh-huh.
4: and he was born again
3: and no nothing like that uh-huh. first of all the biggest barrier to it is that Satan isn't in hell now anyway. That's right. He's not there. Okay? That's true. That's true. Uh, and so therefore, and then when he gets there, he won't be the king of hell or tormenting anybody. So any of the plays you've seen or stuff about the devil sitting on a throne in hell, tor- tormenting people is absolutely fallacious, not okay. true at all. Okay. We've got a number of verses we go to. Romans chapter 5, verse 9, uh, where it says, and much more. Let me read into that one. Verse 8, Romans chapter Uh, 5, verse 8, but God commended his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood. We are saved from wrath through him, okay? So that's what the Bible tells us. Everything was done on the cross, Uh Uh And on the cross, when Jesus died, in the Gospel of John, he said those words, it is finished, Uh done, right there. So uh, there's a number of things that are are, are wrong and very wrong, and it's surprising with uh, teachings like that Uh that groups can get so popular. Uh That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Now, Sister Moss, let me ask you a question. Okay this is something that you always uh, would bother me about because you said, well, you know, then I need to be more attuned to the business aspect of this radio program and because uh, you always would tell me to, you know, uh, push for offerings, and I don't say it enough. Well, now that we've got you on, okay, maybe you can push for the offering. And can you remember the PO box number? I sure can. Well, why don't you make the af- advertisement right now? Well,
2: yes, of course. I, I just... First of all, once again, uh, thank God for you guys tuning in this evening, and uh, hopefully thus far, this uh, broadcast has been a blessing to you. And I just want to say, too, you know, you don't have many um, uh, radio shows like this um, around that can open the Bible, but the Bible is open, and uh, you're getting biblical answers. In other words, when you call in with the question, um, the format is to let the Bible speak, okay? Not what... I believe, or what pastor believes, but let the Bible speak, let the Bible give an answer. And so there's not so many shows like this, you know, that have has this type of format. So um, I just invite you to please, please support this broadcast. Um, it, it costs every month uh, quite a bit, and uh, because we're on for one hour, or shall I say pastor's on for one hour, I'm only here on Fridays. Uh, but but it's the uh, Bible talk airs every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from six to seven, a whole hour. And of course, this uh, broadcast is supported by you, the listeners, uh, so it's listeners supported. So we do need you to um, uh, to come forth with donations and offerings. and those we do have those of you who have been giving on a regular basis, and we do thank God for you. And uh, the next time, we'll have to uh, read some of the letters uh, that we've gotten, uh, words of encouragement. But once again, it's listener-supported, meaning that this broadcast has to be supported by you. And uh, we know we're living in some times right now where it's rather, you know, rather hard for some people. But whatever you send, whether it be $10, $20, some of you have sent 100 Some people have even sent $500, and we just thank God for it. So we just invite you once again to send your uh, donations or your offerings to support this radio broadcast, you would send them to uh, Bible Bootcamp Ministries or Bible Bootcamp Inc. And that post office box number is zero zero five eight seven seven zero zero five eight seven seven Detroit, Michigan 48205. Let me say that once again PO Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan 48205. And you would make those checks or money orders out to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, or a Bible Boot Camp Eat. God bless
3: you. All right. Great job, Sister Moss. Great job. And that number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss. Uh, a guy by the name of Luke is uh, in the studio. He's the one who's uh, uh, there to take your calls if you have questions that you want to ask. Any question about the Bible is welcome about the Word of God. Uh, if I can't answer today, I'll get back with you. Hopefully, uh, I have a good, pretty good track record of uh, b- being able to give answers, but there's some stuff in the Bible that's pretty deep, uh, and we want to hear from you because those are the kind of things that we like to talk about. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air by the truck with Pastor Emmy Moss. Sister Moss, uh, wrapping up our discussion uh, about the word faith doctrine, here in John 19:30, mm-hmm. Jesus said, okay, uh, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. Mm-hmm. And he bowed his head and gave up the goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. It was done on the cross. The cross, that is where the atonement was made, not in hell. It wasn't. Uh, and it's amazing that, uh, well, some have come against the false teaching. And Understand this. I have nothing against the people. My problem is with the doctrine. Mm-hmm. When you teach things that uh, are not according to the orthodox doctrines of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And that's a very important point, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to hell. He wasn't born again in hell. Mm-hmm. He wasn't tortured by Satan and demons because Satan isn't even in there yet. Mm-hmm. So, wow, okay, mm-hmm. the church really needs to wake up and, and, and get with, uh, uh, you know, a more in-depth study uh, of the Bible when mm-hmm. it comes down to uh,
2: to theology and the cults. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right, then, good answer, very good answer. All right, we're going to jump around a little bit more, and we're going to go from Word of Faith to World Islam. No. Okay. <laughs> oh. No. All right then, World Islam. Okay. Uh, let me let me ask you this: uh, Does World Islam teach that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do they adhere to that?
3: No, they do not. In fact, they would fall out <laughs> if they hear a Muslim uh, say something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's because, though, uh, they do not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. In fact, they think that it is uh, absolutely blasphemous uh, to say that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now, mm-hmm. do, do you do you know why?
2: Why?
3: Are you asking. Huh?
2: There you go. There you go. That's wisdom. Leave,
3: leave that why? to be honest.
2: That's right. Bible well, to
3: me. well what happens is in this case they take a doctrine of the Bible that we have, okay, and they twist it in their theology and makes it look like something ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay. They maintain that when we say that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that we are teaching that God actually, uh, somehow, okay, had sex with a woman or Mary to produce Jesus, okay? That's what they're saying. And they find that to be absolutely blasphemous. Guess what? If that's what we believed, (laughs) I would be just like them. Mm -hmm. But that is not what we teach, okay? We do not teach that God the Father had any kind of sexual relationship with a woman, okay? Not at all, okay? Uh, In other words, they limit the concept of Son of God that meaning only okay and that becomes a the problem there is no place now there's a, there's a group that teaches that uh, exactly that there's a group that teaches that God that, that God had sexual relationships with Mary uh, to produce Jesus you know what that group is right Mormonism okay yeah Mormon's <laughs> that's that God is a man this kind of thing but in Christian theology we've never taught that uh, at all when we talk about Jesus Christ being the Son of God, What we mean is uh, his uh, relationship to the Father, okay? Uh, Not that he is uh, a a, a a reproduction of some kind of sexual uh, uh, interaction that God had with a woman. In fact, the Bible backs it up. Son of God does not mean or have anything to do with God having a sexual relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing we have to show them, Mm -hmm. is that the Bible doesn't teach that.
4: Mm -hmm. Now.
3: Be honest with you it's, it's not hard to do mm. it's not hard to do in other words here we have they've got son of god oh son of god that means god has sex you guys are saying god had sex with the virgin mary to produce uh, uh jesus and that's not what we're saying at all mm-hmm. it describes relationship mm-hmm. yeah, well what do you mean mm-hmm. uh let's go to luke luke is clear Lucas, is clear. Now, notice when you're dealing with any cultists or any uh, false religious belief, what you want to do is let them talk to the Bible, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, not to you. Let them see what the Bible says. And they have a right to either accept what the Bible says or to reject it, right? Right, right. Now, here's the thing. All we've got to do is show that the term son of God has nothing whatsoever to do with uh, a reproductive process. Okay. Okay. We can do that by going right to Luke chapter 3, okay, where Luke is one of the most exhaustive, I mean, you talk about genealogies. This man was right. I mean, he, was, he, uh, he starts and gives us the genealogy of Jesus, right, and he takes us way back even, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, back through time actually here. So let's catch up with it in Luke chapter 3, uh, verse 38, okay. Well, no, let's read a little bit more. Verse 36. He's just going through all of this. It says, and we're catching up with his genealogy in the end of it. We're near the end here, verse 36. Which was the son of Canaan? Which was the son of Ashtoreth? Which was the son of Shem? Which was the son of Noah? Which was the son of Lemish? Which was the son of Methuselah? Which was the son of Enoch? Talking about all these ancient patriarchs. Which was the son of Jar? Which was the son of Maleriel? Which was the son of Canaan? Which was the son of Enos? Okay? Now we're getting close. Which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam. The son of Adam. Now, who was the son of Adam? It says here, Adam, which was the son of God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right here, right? We've got here, right in the Bible, where Adam saw the son of God. Now, one thing is for sure Adam was not brought on the sea by a process of reproduction <laughs> between God the Father and a woman, okay? He was created from the dust of the earth, from the ground, okay? Nothing whatsoever to do with any kind of sexual relationship. Now, of course, that doesn't explain how Jesus got here. Mm-hmm. But if the term son of God here has nothing to do with sex, by virtue of the fact that God created Adam, okay, he calls him his son, came from him, uh, Jesus also could be called the Son of God, okay, Uh, and not have anything to do with uh, any kind of sexual relationship, right? He wasn't created being God, you know, second person of the Divine Trinity, but definitely his incarnation, the process of uh, him becoming the God-man, okay, uh, applies to him just like it does to Adam here and has absolutely nothing to do with any kind of reproductive or reproductive process. So here what happens is we can show Islam that what they're telling us this term means, okay, uh, has nothing to do with sex, okay? Nothing. The Bible doesn't teach it. That is what they want to place on us, which we do not believe at all.
2: Okay. All right. Great, great.
3: Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk, we'll pass them off, and we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
5: Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MetaShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family five hundred bucks a month. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for Metashare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-57-BIBLE. That's eight four four fifty seven 57 bible eight four four fifty seven 57 bible
0: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
5: An investigation revealed that
3: 25 Christian universities have ties to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest chain of abortion facilities. Students for Life of America released the list and reached out to them. Two responded favorably, Messiah College and St. Francis University, both in Pennsylvania. The other colleges actually advertise Planned Parenthood as a resource to students, promote internships and even jobs there, and they allow the abortion giant to host events for students. This is where they kill innocent unborn babies. If schools want to claim alliance with Christianity and biblical values, they must separate from the abortion industry. For a list of the colleges, visit lifeissues.org and click on the microphone icon.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been.
2: Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern teach-talk perspective on Scripture
5: and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell.
2: Listen to
0: Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at
5: faithtalkdetroit.com.
3: That number to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air of Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss and Sister Moss. Sister Moss here helping me today. Friends, I wish I could get her on every program, but uh, she has limited herself just to this date. (laughs) But uh, definitely, I appreciate having her on. And I would appreciate any calls that you have. Mm -hmm. If you have a question about the Bible, a question about the Word of God, never think that because I have a certain subject that I'm talking about that that limits you. It doesn't. You can ask absolutely any question you want on this program. The name of it is Bible Talk. Right, so uh, definitely, I want to engage you. If you want to engage me, give us a call at area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Sister Moss Luke. Now listen, we've got a radio technician with a biblical name, Luke. So you know he wants you to call him, and he's a young man too. Every time I talk to him, he sounds like he wants to work, work, work. He can't work if you don't call him. So give him a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marr, and we've got a caller. We've got Nate. How you doing, Nate?
6: Very good, sir. How you been? Good, good. Thank you for calling. Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask you a couple questions uh, about the law. Okay. Well, the first question is, are we to keep the law?
3: Are we to keep the laws of what? The land?
6: No, the law of the Most High. Oh, most absolutely. The law of God. Yep. I believe that. And so what what parts of the law are we supposed to continue to keep it?
3: Well, we're supposed to continue to keep everything that... Uh, uh, God tells us. To, in other words, here's where we are, John chapter fourteen, okay, verse fifteen. Very clear. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's what Jesus said. If you love me, keep my commandments. So all the commandments that Jesus Christ has given us, uh, we got to keep them. Yeah. That's, does that's, that
6: mean? Does that mean you have to keep the Sabbath?
3: Uh, the Sabbath? Well, uh, oh, you're talking about the uh, the uh, biblical Sabbath, Saturday?
6: I'm just asking you. Are you is Sabbath uh, me... is included in the commandments? Uh, uh, Sabbath okay. is included in the law. And uh, so let me Are ask you we question. supposed
3: to? Yeah, I'm going to a good question, and it's a valid one, my friend. Uh, 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 answer me this. Tell me what this means. Over in Romans chapter fourteen. And verse five, where it says, Romans fourteen five, one man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day regards it to the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doth not regard it. Okay? Um so what does that mean to you?
6: The Apostle Paul was dealing with some people who were adversarial to what he was teaching. That does not change the law. He's not dealing with the law with those people. He's just letting you know that people esteeming a day over another day, which is which was vanity anyway. But the Apostle Paul. Can you go to, uh,
3: let me... Well, wait let me, a minute, Bill. Wait a minute. Then, then, Mr. Shepherd, I just want you to help me. Because what you said is not exactly what he said. It's a part you're leaving off. Because in Romans 14 and 5, he says, One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Now, I would imagine to me, and maybe I'm just overreading here, but if the Sabbath day really was the the thing you had to do, he would have said, but make sure you keep that Sabbath day. But what he said was instead, uh, here in Romans 14, 5, one man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. And then in verse 6, he even went further than that. He that regards the day, regards it unto the Lord. And he that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. He that eats, eateth to the Lord, and he gives God thanks. So in other words, uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem as if he's uh, 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 definitely. You can worship the Lord on any day you want, but it seems like when he said you can worship in every day and treat every day alike, that no longer is it mandatory uh, for the Sabbath day or Saturday.
6: Oh, well, let me ask you this. Let me let me let me ask you this statement. Okay. When you read, if if you can go to Romans, the seventh chapter and the first verse, can you? Read and break that down uh, briefly. Romans 7, verse 1.
3: Yeah, it says, Know you not, brethren, for I speaketh to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he lives. Okay. That's so, exactly.
6: so, Pastor, uh, are you still alive? Yes, I am. We, I be. So, uh-huh. does that mean that the law has dominion over
3: you. Well, the law of Christ does. Notice in this same chapter that you gave me in Romans chapter seven, verse six, it says this. But now we are delivered from the law. Now this is the same chapter you took me to. I'm in Romans chapter seven and verse six. But now are we delivered from the law. That being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in oldness of the letter. And that letter there means the law. Now, let me tell you... Oh, hold hold let me ask you another question, too. Over here in Galatians... One more, me, one more thing. One more oh, point. Let, let me finish listening out at your talk. Okay. Uh, over here in, in uh, Galatians, where we look at a uh, uh, another passage, oh, in Galatians chapter 3, where what we read is this. Uh, it says, at verse uh, uh, 21, Galatians... Uh, three and twenty one is the uh, is the law then against the promise of God God forbid for had there been a law given which could have given light, verily righteousness should have been by the law, but the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe then verse twenty three this is very uh, uh, crucial, but before faith came. <clears throat> we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be fulfilled. Wherefore the law was, now my understanding is that's past tense, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. Now get ready for this. It's right in the Bible. This is fall. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. What is that schoolmaster that we're no longer under, according to Paul in Galatians 3.25?
6: When the Apostle Paul is dealing with, when he says, for before faith came, we, meaning Israel, he was taught we is a possessive pronoun. And the only people who were under the law were the children of Israel. And he said, before faith came, we were kept under the schoolmaster. So the schoolmaster was the law, and it says, but now we're no longer under the schoolmaster. That means that they were free from the idea that those people who at who were first. Paul knew who knew he was an Israelite, but his ministry were to those Gentiles who were not under the law. They were Israelites who were believing that they were Gentiles. That's why he was telling them, he said, now you you are under grace, but grace is not the eradication of the law, you can go back to the to Romans, and it says... Well,
3: I'm, I'm, we, I'm back at Romans. I hear you. I'm back at Romans. Here in Romans chapter oh, so, 2 and 20, it says this, in Romans 2 and 20, it says, in fact, start at verse 19. Now, we know that what things soever the law says, it says unto them that are under the law that every mouth, but that says notice, every mouth, okay, not just Jews, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world, all the world may become guilty before God. I get this now, 19. Now, we know that what things soever the law says, it says to them that are under the law, that every mouth might be stopped, and that the world uh, may become guilty before God. It's the whole world, okay? Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in the sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. The purpose of the law is to bring you, okay, to the to the fact, the realization that you need Jesus Christ to down the cross for your sins. And so it doesn't just break up anything, it says the whole world is convicted by the law. And it says here in verse 24, Wherefore the law was, that's past tense, our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Okay? For you are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And then verse 28, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bound nor free, there's neither male nor female. So you and I differ on that, but I just want you to know where our difference is, because I believe that clearly if we're not under a schoolmaster anymore, it seems clear to me from Galatians, my friend, that uh, uh, that means that now we're under the law. Oh, yes, we're not lawless. We're under the law. Of Christ. I thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578. In the air. Going to take a break and we'll be right back. Somebody else call. We'll be right back.
2: <laughs> Hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi up? There. Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no obligation digital audit, visit us at SurroundDetroit.com.
1: This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a Queen premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium A moment of destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. Now we're not the patient generation. Very little in our life encourages patience. We live in an efficiency-oriented time. We love getting it done faster, more conveniently. Praise God. I've said over the years technology is a blessing, but it can also be a curse because God doesn't operate by the law of technology. God's not up to a quick work in your life. Sometimes the best things you got to wait on. Them. The best things God will bring are not coming suddenly. They are not coming quickly, but they will come to pass.
5: Pastor Paul Shepherd is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at
1: pastorpaul.net.
3: number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Sister Moss, and I very much appreciate that caller who called in so that we could have the interaction that we did dealing with Bible doctrine, that's what it's all about, and that is what our apologetics conference is all about, coming up on August the 28th, uh, which we call Apologetic Boot Camp. Now, notice in the discussion it is very important for uh, people to defend the faith and for us to share our views, okay? And the important thing for you to do is to tell a person the truth of the gospel regardless of whether they accept it or not and to have a nice civil discussion <laughs> like, like we did. Uh, and, and, and that's, what in fact, the very first thing we're going to talk about in our apologetics uh, boot camp is how to do apologetics. I mean, you can do it and still be friendly. It doesn't have to be name-calling. One thing, of course... Uh, people uh, do sometimes, uh, you know, you have feelings around what you believe, and I understand that. That's why we want to make sure we do it in gentleness, okay, and with love. But uh, the bottom line is for us to present the truth as we know it uh, from the Word of God. So you don't want to... Uh, you definitely don't want to miss it. You want to be there on August 28th. We're going to give you more information about it. Uh, it's going to be uh, great, and it's not going to be the only one we have. We're going to have a number of them uh, uh, at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. We've got a caller from Brownstown. All right. Jeff. Uh, Jeff, how you
7: doing? Yeah. Yes, can you hear me okay? I sure can. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Making sure. Okay. I talked to you before, and that was a great, great response you had, because as I was listening to the conversation on that last call that you had, I was just, like, getting so excited about, you know, the law, like you said, the law only shows us we are sinners. Nobody can keep the law, the Ten Commandments. And it shows right. that we're sinners and we need Jesus We need Jesus Christ. And also, I feel, and the Bible clearly says this, it. not so much how I feel or how I think. I go by Scripture like we all do. Jesus is the Sabbath. We are to rest in Jesus. Amen?
3: Well, now, now, now that's exactly right. Now, it would even be better. I'm telling you, I would ask Luke to give you an applause if you can tell us what Scripture to turn to to see that. I agree with you 100%, my fans.
7: Yes. Now, having said that, uh, I was going to add also, uh, uh, you know, that's great that you, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place. It's great that you showed that Romans, uh reply about the schoolmaster that's that where it proves all that about the law we're not under the law anymore although the law does show you your faults and we all have those faults and billy graham used to say too if you break one of those commandments you break them all and that's where all of us on this earth will definitely break at least one of those commandments so okay. i'll get off yeah. that real quick though what i want i want to say uh, having said all that i do notice sometimes because i'm a hard-working truck driver i wake up on saturday because i work midnights too. And, And sometimes I will do absolutely nothing on Saturday because I just feel it in my instinct and in my bones. I'm just so weary from working all week that I won't even. Possibly, I'll even fast a lot. I'll fast all day. I'll have a little bit of water, and it actually is like a good a good day for me to take off and do absolutely nothing, and then you know go to church Sunday morning but yeah. well, you know what?
3: There's no problem with that at all. That's what's so good about Romans 14, right? That uh, every day you can seem them to be alike. Every day. But the uh, the scripture you're talking about, which is a good one, over in Colossians, and in chapter 2, verse 16, here's what it says. I yeah. um, well, have another one up here. Well, we should start at 14, actually. It says, Colossians, uh, Colossians 2, verse 14, writing out the handwriting Colossians. of ordinance yeah, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14, where it says, okay, out In a
7: new I beg your pardon? I said I was listening. I'm sorry. I'm, pardon me. I'm listening.
3: Uh, I'm on the road Coloss- right now.
7: I'm listening
3: to you. Oh, I hear you. Okay. Colossians 2, 14, out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, Nailing it to his cross. That's where the atonement was done. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Then, verse 16 Let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of a holy day. <laughs> right here. Or of a new moon. Uh-huh. ...of the Sabbath days, Mm -hmm. which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ, right? The law was the shadow that pointed you to Jesus Christ. You're exactly right. He did not abolish the law. He fulfilled the law.
7: That's right. That's the... uh, Amen. 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 Beautiful stuff. You're you're awesome. Pastor Moss, right? M-O-S-S?
3: That's right. Pastor Emery
7: Moss. Emory, Emery, that's what I remember you by. Pastor Emery. I think I was calling you. This is beautiful, man. you got a beautiful show. Uh, I feel so good today. Some days I wake up, I am totally in the Holy Spirit right now, and listening to the show is just adding to what I know. And, uh, you know, back to fasting. Fasting is something that's it's good to try to practice. And one of the things that helps people fast, I think, is first try to fast from carbs and sugars, because that's the toughest thing that people <laughs> have a hard time giving up, is carbs and sugars, right? But if you can get yeah. control over carbs and sugars, um, and you start your body starts to run on its natural fat stores or natural, you know, natural fat that you're eating oh lord i'm here to tell you and everybody else it is a beautiful thing to go even you know i I'd, I'd go 24 36 hours uh, just a little bit of water and boy you do you get close you, you will get you will see the face of god you will get closer to the lord Amen. Just, uh, I love you guys. Without now,
3: now, you 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 the Bible Talk program now into a health uh, a health program, but that's okay, brother. I love you. I love you. Drive that truck. All right. All right.
4: right.
7: Bye now. Well, you
2: know, fasting is it's a, it's a very good thing, and it's yes. something that we you know it's be good for us to do from time to time, and. You know, not to say everybody has to fast the same way. You know, there are people who are on medications where they, uh, perhaps, um, what, where they have to eat something, and they may have to do a partial fast. Mm-hmm. But however the Lord leads you and the best way for you, you know, regarding your health, it's what basically what I'm saying, is that you know, yes, it is a good thing to fast, and um, and also it's a good thing to rest in the Lord. Sometimes we be so busy mm-hmm. until we just don't take the time and rest in the Lord, and that doesn't have to be on a Saturday. That could be any day. Uh, <laughs> it does to be on the Sabbath day. Sister
3: Moss, who told you to start preaching, well, on, not my, preaching on my Sunday. radio no, program? No, uh,
2: no, I mean, not no, not preaching, not preaching. Now, you, now you're <laughs> preaching. Well, <and laughs> <laughs> we do, yeah, we do. We, need, we do need to take some time where we just, you know, just get with the Lord and, uh, and just rest because sometimes we're so busy doing ministry until, you know, we don't take the time to pull back and just to rest in the Lord.
3: Well, you're exactly right, do that. and uh, and fasting uh, is a good thing. It's mm-hmm. a good exercise for Christians yeah. to um uh, and especially where then when your your mind is not on food, yeah. it can be focused on yeah. the other food, which is the Word of God. And you really have in to in
2: pray you. hard too to get your mind off the other food. Well,
3: once you start right your favorite food, once you start getting in the Bible,
2: mm-hmm. I mean,
3: you can get in there. And forget about eating and everything. I mean it's just so and that's interesting. True. That's it, true. it is so it is so fascinating. Yeah. I've yeah. never read the Bible and not getting gotten more out of it out than of it. before that yeah, I did. You, 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 you never are through with it. It's an no, like inner no, study. No, you
2: never graduate from learning the Word of God. And, and one
3: thing for sure, uh, definitely we need people to realize that every Christian is an evangelist.
2: Oh, that's yes. And to
3: spread the Word of God. Every but in Christian order to is do called
2: it, to be a minister, a minister of the Gospel. You exactly. don't have to be licensed right. or ordained. Right. You know, you are called to be... Mean
3: something. Right, but... but all of us are decided to get And so in order to do that you gotta learn some stuff. That's true. And one of them is to be able to to know how to politely Okay, in well, love and in gentleness, defend the faith yeah, yeah. and uh, attack false doctrines, but not people. Not 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 people yeah, yeah, I love everybody I'm willing yeah. to discuss anything with anybody. But uh, that's what that August 28th is all about.
2: Mm-hmm. It is
3: about apologetic. Apologetic Bootcamp, got a militaristic sound, yep. because we're training an army, right? I
2: mean, it's, it's going to be heavy duty. And,
3: and we encourage everybody to come. There'll be time to ask questions. You're going to get free material. Free material. Uh, also, you might want to take notes, and so that, uh, that that's something you do as well. Uh, but, so we will be telling you more about that as we uh, as we go along.
2: So we
3: thank God for the callers that we did get today, and I see we're we're about to wrap up. We're running well, out of time. So I'm just going to ask but, you. Uh, 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 you know, he hates this. This kinda, yes, uh, how I much time we do we
2: have, uh, Luke? <laughs> he said wrap up, it up. <laughs> Always listen to your wife. I will. Obey your wife. All right. Well let's wrap it up and I was right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone we appreciate right. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate having been with you. God bless you. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ventures.
0: If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation.
5: Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
0: Friday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg explains why the Apostle Paul asked others to pray for him. Sometimes it's those who apparently need the prayer the least who actually need it the most. Everyone is dependent on the prayers of someone. Join us for a message titled, Pray Also For Me, Friday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg.
1: Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit.
0: On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise with Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers along with Bible teaching and worship. This travel experience is hosted by Salem Media Group and our partners Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Bring home life-changing memories to treasure and stories to share. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise this summer by calling 855-565-5519 or visit DeeperFaithCruise.com.
1: WLQB FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. It's time to get back into church